0: hey sarah how hey are Kelly. you
1: <laughs> i'm good I, I miss i'm good now oh yeah i missed you did you do you want mm-hmm. me to do the thing that people always do when you haven't seen them for like a little while are you still like doing that women's stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> i am are you still doing
1: that triathlon stuff oh wow good for you <laughs> <laughs> I hear you do actually have news, though, for us. I do have news.
0: I do have news. Kelly and I are going to catch up a bit. There's so much to catch up on. We have to do it after the break. So I'm just doing a little bit of news right now. So, yes, I am actually, Kelly, I've decided I'm launching my new column. Oh, good. The the column I've been talking about for weeks. Months. Never launched. Right. Months. Months. (laughs) Tales from my box. And the first, what are we going to call them? Episode? The first edition? The first, what do you call it with a column?
1: Peace.
0: the first installment installment that's a good yeah that's a good word the first installment <laughs> is coming up on tuesday so this podcast comes out on friday so folks watch your social media on if we were writing and live feisty and my social media because i'm going to be launching an amazing column called <laughs> tales from my box on
1: tuesday so, <laughs> people are gonna be so there's gonna be I like know. a countdown we're gonna have an announcement about the announcement coming we're gonna like be on uh on the instagram with like the clock ticking down <laughs> that's a, and that's like a, that's like totally setting myself up
0: because for the first one to be a big disappointment, yes, but it won't be, I promise it won't be. It's written. It won't be. It's going to be huge. Kelly, huge, huge. Okay. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> also I want to tell our listeners just while we're here at the top of the show that the last day to register for the early bird registration price for the outspoken summit is on the 31st of July which is going to be about four days after this episode comes out. So folks, if you want that early bird pricing, it's under $400. Go sign up at outspokensummit.com. But coming up on the show, Kelly wins a race. I'm prepping for my first CrossFit competition, training while on vacation, racing in the heat. And what would you do to make the Olympic games? Kelly, I finally got my shipment of Noon up here in Canada, and I am so excited. The last couple of days, I've been going to CrossFit with Noon Hydration Sport watermelon flavor, and I have been loving it so far. But I want to know from you, what product should I try next?
1: Okay, so you're trying the tablet. So the Sport tablet is the one you drop in your water bottle. They also have an immunity tablet for you know when you're feeling sick that you can drop in your water bottle. And I've been trying the, or been using the Noon Rest which is for recovery and relaxation. It's like chamomile flavored. It has magnesium and potassium in it. Uh, You like drink it before you go to bed. Helps you recover well. You sleep great. It's fantastic. Okay, awesome. I'm totally going to try that tonight. Okay,
0: if anyone at home wants to try, go to noonlife.com and use the code IRONWOMEN and you get 30% off. So Iron Women is our sister podcast. Noonlife, N-U-U-N, life.com. Give it a try. Live Feisty's If We Were Riding is brought to you by Ass Kicker Inc. Ass Kicker makes active wear for women featuring empowering phrases like work hard, play hard, kick ass, or strong women lift each other up. Ass Kicker Inc. also makes our fabulous Live Feisty tank tops, t-shirts, hoodies, and leggings. So to order yours, go to livefeisty.com and just choose shop from the menu. And of course, use the code RIDING. To save 20%. That's riding, as in if we were, at livefeisty.com. And remember, I before E, except if you're feisty. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and I'm Sarah Gross, and you're listening to Live Feisty's If We Were Riding. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop this time, like the last time. You better get ready to race in the- So Kelly, congratulations on your big win Uh at the local Olympic distance. Tell us about it. How was it?
1: I actually, sorry, I got to tell you because of like who lives around here and stuff, I was a little worried. I was not going to win my local Olympic race. I can
0: see that. You've got super competitive
1: people near you,
0: so it's not always a foregone conclusion. I get that.
1: Um, So yeah, I did the Donner Lake race up in in Donner Lake, which is in the mountains. And so it's also at elevation and I'm not Mm -hmm. very good at elevation. Am I not very good? I mean, I have passed out historically. It happens. One time... I had to get driven back down the mountain to stop like passing out. It's a thing. So I knew I wanted to win. So I knew I needed to like be leading on the run. So I wouldn't have to like pass out on the run. Right. Like that was my plan. Oh, so you wouldn't, you had to be leading. So you wouldn't have to push so hard to catch someone. Right. Right. So So you could
0: go at like 98% effort instead of a hundred. I think I might've
1: been at 80. I was like, I was anyway, but like, so I, that was, that was my plan. So I'm telling you, I was coming down. This is my story. I was coming down the last road where like, I could see the turn into the finish line. And I'm like winning and I'm like, this is great. So then I hear somebody coming behind me. So obviously I look cause at that point I will sprint for it, obviously. And it's a guy. And so I'm like, oh, thank God. And I say to him, oh man, I was so hoping like you weren't a woman. I'm so glad. Right. Cause like, and he goes, oh, well, but I could decide to identify as one. And Sarah right there turning <laughs> into the finish shoot. I almost went. Well, it's not really how that works. Let's discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like I should have just had a full-on, like, I should have just started explaining it as we're coming into the finish. I can't believe someone said that to you, like, during a race. I mean, they how were, think? like, kidding. You know, like, whatever. But you're like, that's not actually how that works at all. Just FYI. So random. <laughs> I know. So I did not give a speech on gender identity in sports as I was finishing. You
0: were tempted to like you crossed the, when you crossed the line and you were like, Hey, congratulations,
1: dude. You were like, you were tempted. I was tempted. I was like, just so you know. (laughs) So that's my story about my uh, only race I've won this year.
0: Wow. I I don't think I could beat that story for random shit. Someone said to me during a race. That's a,
1: that's a good one. There you go. Keep that one for the, for the logs. I thought that was pretty on brand too. If I had really, if I had just like started, started giving a speech, I feel like it would be, it would totally would be on brand. You are, have a CrossFit competition. Speaking of on brand, you have a CrossFit competition <laughs> coming up, right? So tales from my
0: box, <laughs> I'm hoping there's going to be lots of water from this weekend. Yeah. I'm doing my first CrossFit competition. I'm in the scaled category, which I know you know what that means, but, um, <laughs> so like, explain go it for people who don't it's sort of the beginner category but it's not beginnerish like it's still hard and i still like i have to do some max lifts and th- that's what's going to kill me a little bit like some of the aerobic workouts so what you do is you do for me it's over two days the elites go over or sorry what's they compete over 3 days but oh. we compete over 2 days so i've got six workouts that are anywhere from like one lift to as the shortest to um i think there's a 12 minute workout So they're like like
1: six short workouts in an actual stadium with like people
0: cheering and stuff. Stadium cheering the works. Although I suspect it's going to be a very, very half full, quarter full.
1: What? I was making fun of you on Facebook for saying you didn't know how to do max lifts because it sounds so impressive, but really it's just your own personal max. And that could be, you know, anything. But if you've, (laughs) okay. And if you've
0: never done, like if you've never done a clean and jerk, then the first time you do it, I guess that's a max. Right. You're like,
1: way to go, upr So <laughs> Right.
0: But then, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Is that like you wouldn't go, like I wouldn't go to, if I couldn't do at least like some kind of minimum amount of lifting. But anyway, so that's a piece for me that, because as you can imagine as a triathlete, on the, the strength part is the hardest for me versus some of these women
1: who are going to be quite strong. Really. You're going to take so. them on the endurance. When it comes to the swim, biking, and running portion of the CrossFit the competition, swim, you're going to own oh, there's, it. So. There's a little bit of running.
0: There's some shuttle running. So there you go. Um, you got that. I'm, I'm taking that the 100 foot shuttle run down, just boom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I am like, I'm excited. I think, I don't know. I'm not nervous yet. I'm, I'm interested to see if I get nervous. And I'm hoping to not come last in my category. So there you go. Big goals.
1: Big goals. Got to start somewhere. Max, personal Max, Sarah. So, but I understand like you were on vacation for two weeks and I was on vacation the week before, well, vacation, I was on a trip the week before that. And I understand you were still crossfitting though, the whole time. And I did some, I did some training. And so this, there was a whole question. It was on our Instagram, Sarah, and people had lots of opinions about training while you're on vacation. How much is too much? Should you train while you're on vacation? Should you like get in workouts? Let me just say right now, I
0: never would go on vacation and not exercise. Sure. You know, like, so I, there's a, there's a line between training and exercise, I suppose. So it depends what you're trying to get out of that vacation. I right? think it that depends yeah. on the individual.
1: I, it depends on your vacation goals. Your vacation goals. So we have to have vacation goals now too, in addition to like training goals and life goals. Well, I think if like, Career if your goal, goal is to relax, then you probably should not have a training plan to follow. Par example. Maybe this did seem to be what everyone kind of concluded was that there's a line between working out and treat. Right. And so it's one Mm -hmm. thing to be like, I'm going to go run along the beach. And then it's another thing to be like, I have to get in a trainer workout in my hotel room. Those are different kinds of trips. But I don't think one. But here's my second half of that, though. I don't think one of those trips is inherently better than the other. Like I agree. people are like, basically a lot of the attitudes seem to be like, oh, sure. Like go for an easy bike ride, but don't make it take over your vacation. But maybe that's what you fucking want. Like maybe that's, I mean, we're going to talk later about, you know, what you do to make the Olympics and maybe you want to like, you want to make the Olympics and you want to be the best. And like, you don't want to drink heavily at a resort in Mexico, you know?
0: Right. Well, and I know people who do like the trans Rockies mountain bike, five day mountain exactly. bike race. Here in Canada for their vacation. Exactly. That is their vacation. Um, So, and I think too, sometimes there are times that I know, I know this from coaching where you're on a vacation, but it's also someone else's vacation or multiple other people, family members vacation, Mm -hmm. right? So sometimes your training and yes it's kind of a vacation for you but you still have those training goals right and then and then people will tend to feel some pressure from family members or right. from their partner to relax more because that's what the partner wants so i think that there's there are some lines to be drawn around understanding each other and being tolerant of what the other needs to do in order to feel good about being away and so often for a triathlete that means they're still going to keep training
1: i also am a big advocate of like train like people pay money for like local, authentic, bespoke, learn that word, not didn't learn that word this week, but used it bunch this week, uh, experiences. And mm-hmm. you know what's like authentic and local and bespoke? Like you personally going to the gym and going to lap swim with all the other local, authentic lap swimmers. And I feel like you actually get like a totally different experience and trip when you just like do the shit that people do.
0: I agree with that. And same with sort of cycling Mm -hmm, in a place you take in a lot more of the countryside of that location usually. Or I like like what I do now is I'll often find a CrossFit box gym. (laughs) Um, You Just say gym but I have to say box because it's our podcast <laughs> to train it. And then I, and then I also meet people. And sometimes I'll go back to that location, say Tucson, Arizona, is a place I go to frequently, go back to the same place and, and train again in that. And so then you've like made new friends too. So <laughs> win, win. You're like, I actually
1: don't want to make new friends when I go on vacation, just to be clear. So <laughs> that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> this past week was also, it was super hot. I feel like you were back from the East coast by then though, right? You didn't get caught up in the, I didn't the get the epic super heat wave. Heat.
0: I, I got the good heat. I got the 80 degrees mm-hmm. day after day of just nice
1: 80 degrees,
0: just hot, but not wilting hot. Oh, no. Is that your dog? Is your dog okay? Yeah. My dog's created chaos uh, over here. So if, if anything else goes crashing down,
1: you know why. <laughs> well, so anyway, so apparently it was super hot on the East Coast this week this weekend, this past week in the New York, this became big news because New York city triathlon got canceled for the first time in its history. And historically that's been a big race. Like that used to be part of the, the once great lifetime series that had like really big pros, really big prize money. They got rid of the prize money this year. And weirdly they started offering like small amounts of prize money to age groupers. Like if you won your age, which I think is very weird. That's a side point, but they ended up canceling the race arguably because it was too hot. But re- but so then I was like asking, I asked in the newsletter, like, okay. East coasters. Like how hot was it really? Cause I heard like it was 95, but like 70% dew point or whatever. It was super fucking humid. Right. I get that. Mm-hmm. And so people, a lot of people emailed me back to be like, Oh no, it was really hot. But the general sense I got from a lot of people emailing me that like, it was terrible was it was really hot and humid, but it wasn't like worse than last year when they had this race and they just like shortened the run last year. And the New Jersey state triathlon went off this past weekend with just like a shortened course. It was like the national club championships, which is like 20 minutes away. Right. Like, so clearly there were other things involved. There was like politics Mm -hmm. and the mayor calling on the race to be canceled and like other shit that didn't necessarily have to do with, it was the hottest it's been in 10 years, which is like, guys, that was only 10 years ago. Like that's not the hottest ever. Yeah. 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 It's, it is
0: interesting. Like, I, I wonder, there's a few things that come to my mind. Like, are there more, what would you call, would you say, over time have there become more, quote unquote, Average people or less well trained people doing triathlon. Yes. So therefore, it's more dangerous for the, those people. So then, some of these races that are welcoming and inclusive to people, like so, it's a different. Like, did you say the other race twenty miles away was a, some kind of national? Well, it was like the club championship. I don't think it was. I
1: don't think it was more serious. But yes, in theory. Oh, okay. There are a lot of. Everyone has pointed out there are a lot of beginners that do New York City triathlon. Like a lot, like half the field or something. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that I don't know, I don't know what comes I mean if it was the mayor's if it was the mayor's decision it's his call and like you said in the newsletter, you know, you're not going to fight with the mayor if you want your race to happen the next right. year. But is that part of kind of what's what's happening in terms of is is it more it it, it is more dangerous the less well trained you are because the then the less acclimatized and adapted you are for the heat if you're less well trained. I mean, that's just a thing because I feel like sometimes with some Ironman races it goes the opposite way where We've had, you know, we've had global warming being real. It's a real <laughs> thing. It's had, happening. Yeah. And we've had raises that are either ridiculously hot or cold. Like, remember that year in Boise where people were cycling, pros were cycling in their wetsuits and it was snowing oh, in June? Yeah. 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 Or there was, I remember in Muncie, is that how you pronounce it? Muncie? Indiana. Muncie. Muncie. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going all French Canadian on you. No, again. no. Um, <laughs> in Indiana, there was, it was 40 degrees. So, what is that?
1: A hundred, 40 Celsius is like one hundred two, one hundred four. Right.
0: And, and, but the race went on. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like the decisions are being made because canceling, it just causes too much financial chaos. Right. And, and other times there might be too much safety happening if if the mayor is out there going oh I don't know I can't picture doing a draft. I think today, that's basically so what he should. did yeah I mean he got a lot <laughs> of
1: this like local politics or whatever but he got a lot of shit like last weekend the weekend before for not being in the city when there was a big blackout so now he was trying to be like overly mm. showing how concerned Cautious. he is about his citizens yeah right but there is like there was a lot of talk on the Facebooks and the forums and the and the chatter about like are more things being canceled now than used to be like a triathletes getting soft. Like, you know, there's definitely times you've been at races where like, you're like this swim wouldn't have been canceled 20 years ago. And maybe we were making bad choices 20 years ago. I mean, I was 13, so I wasn't making any choices, but maybe like we're making smarter choices now. And like being like more understanding of you know where people are at, or maybe, you know, we have brought the, the standards down too far. I don't know. There also seem to be like, different standards. Like I was, that race would have happened in Europe. They would have had it. They would not have canceled it. They'd have been like, you're fine. (laughs) Go do it.
0: That's probably true. I, you know what I think, I think there's more, there's more decisions to be made now because there's more races and because of global warming, there's more bad weather races or hot weather races that are happening unexpectedly at certain times of year. And so more people are having to make more decisions. So more of those decisions are going, you know, one way or another, or there's more decisions to disagree with
1: nice, <laughs> on Twitter solid. or Facebook. There's or also Instagram. more Twitter than there was 20 years ago. That's, <laughs> that's true. true.
0: We don't, we don't know what people thought 20 years ago, because maybe they disagreed. Maybe they thought it should have been canceled.
1: And they just didn't have anyone you know, to tell other than their neighbor. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what is exactly. the hottest though that you've ever raised? Cause I was, I mean, Kona's bad for sure. And I got like heat stroke at Kona, like it was bad, but then I was trying to think what's the, the hottest, like you've had to do a race.
0: Oh, that's a really interesting, it's, it's interesting because the worst of that, like I actually collapsed in, in Wisconsin one time Mm. from hyponatremia, but it was because I had been training in France that summer and it was the last time, you know how Europe's having this heat wave this year and they're talking about, we haven't had this since I believe 2003. Yeah. Yeah. I was there like that
1: summer. I remember anyway. Yeah. Yeah, people
0: were dying in the south of France. Like, a a lot of older people were dying. And I trained there that summer, all summer. And then I went to, and I was, and I went into that Ironman Wisconsin quite depleted. And I ended up in the ambulance Ah. and hyponatremic, like not because I drank too much water, but because I actually had like too little salt in my system going into the race. Like I was not interesting. um, And that's before we kind of knew all this, like before we knew really the salt load and that kind of stuff. So I had just so to me, like in my feeling, that was the hottest race I've ever been in, but I don't think it probably was. Cause I think there are probably other times when I raced healthy, where it was like, you know, probably let's see. I mean, I've, I know I've run in Dubai in 46. So what's that?
1: Oh, that's like 115, 120. Yeah. yeah, that's like
0: crazy, crazy, but I was fresh. And I did it, or I did a time trial one time though. money was on the line in Dubai. Again, over a hundred degrees. I had heat stroke for two days after. Right. But I tell you what, I, I won that you money. You won it, you won it. Good, <laughs> yeah. good.
1: Okay, yeah. well, uh, did you, I made you watch the video, of Sarah True, like collapsing at Frankfurt when I believe it was 38, Sarah, which I looked up and is a hundred degrees for us normal people. And she just like, I mean, you saw the video. She just like, collapsed with like seven hundred yeah. years to go and so i read her whole explanation of how like she obviously was heat fucked up at kona last year like you like i think everyone remembers that like she was could clearly like have no idea what was going on at the finish line. And so she Mm -hmm. says after Kona, she did all this testing. Like, yes, she had done like damage after at Kona and they like tested on, there was like markers that showed like she had done damage. So she says after Frankfurt, they like, she actually went in with like a really good plan for the heat and actually like all through the race, there was no signs that she was overdoing it. She was like very controlled. She was eating and drinking. Right. And she says she did all the same tests after, and there were no markers that like anything physically was wrong, but her brain just shut down in the heat and i'm just like i i I mean obviously like i don't know maybe like she could be right but if that's true i want to know what the markers are because i want to know like what i could do wrong right right like brain shutting down in the
0: heat is not a scientific explanation of what went wrong like your brain shuts down because there is something going there's something going that you can explain right i mean so yeah
1: It sounds like she might have an explanation that she's just not like sharing with everyone, but yeah, yeah.
0: I think that, that, you know, there's either that, or maybe like, maybe there's a reason she doesn't want to share it with everyone. Or maybe there's a reason she doesn't want to bring that to consciousness all the time, because if she's, if she's an athlete who, uh, that happens to in the heat, which we've saw it happen to her in Kona. And now we've seen it again. She doesn't want to be telling herself that because if you're someone who's trying to win Kona, you, you just want to focus on all the things that you can do and be super
1: positive about your ability to cope in the heat. So I mean, maybe it's that I don't know. But she said, yeah, she said after Kona, she straight up had like headaches. Her brain wasn't working. She did like brain damage from the heat at Kona. And that this time, it wasn't this time. It wasn't like that. It was, you know, she she was like fine the next day or whatever. So maybe it's also, you know, the thing when you like mess yourself up so bad, your body doesn't let you mess yourself up again that bad. Oh, it could be. That's a real thing. Like, that's a real thing. I know there's not like a scientific explanation for it, but it's a totally real thing like Julie Moss never was able to go to that place again. Like I've talked to her, right? Like that's just how your body works. Yeah. So
0: I think she, it was in, what was really interesting is how much she reminded me of like all those old videos. I, I kept saying to you as I was watching, she looks like Paul and Fraser, <laughs> like the year that Paul and Fraser collapsed right on a Leahy um, before. And Karen Smyers passed her right. to fit into think that must be 1995 they stumble in the same way you know it's just it's a very common or when you see um julie moss another example like the, the way of stumbling is similar so i, I don't to, know it's
1: like, <laughs> i have to tell you i have never been and i got and i get heat strokes semi <laughs> semi frequently and i don't think i've ever been in that place where like i literally like don't even remember but then that'll bring us to our topic after after the outro <laughs> what are you willing to do to be in the olympics <laughs>
0: We would like to thank Noon Hydration for supporting the podcast. Get 30% off your order by using the code IRONWOMEN at noonlife.com. That's IRONWOMEN at noonlife.com. And don't forget to order your feisty gear at livefeisty.com with the code RIDING to get a 20% discount. Follow at If We Were Riding on all the social medias and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, tell your actual friends in person how awesome we are, because that works too. If We Were Riding is a live feisty media production and is hosted by Kelly O'Mara and me, Sarah Gross. Our marvelous editor is Aaron Hamilton. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop this time, like the last time. You better get ready to race in the I'm top. ready to do this, show you what the truth is. I step on the field, it's time to get
1: real, and I'm feeling so ruthless.
0: Kelly? Yeah. After your great transition earlier Mm -hmm. into into our outro. What is it that you, what, I mean, I know from the newsletter that you feel like you're not willing to do as much as other people, but how far would you go? How far would you go for the Olympics?
1: Obviously the thing that's always funny to me is that we tell people like make all the sacrifices, do anything it takes. And people do some crazy shit, like to make Olympics or, you know, world champion, whatever, like whatever your goal is. And then you think that like, they're not going to do Performance-enhancing drug. Like, why is that? Like, you don't like. Just, I am in no way implicating anyone here. This is more a theoretical question. Like, question that occurs to me frequently that the way we frame things doesn't make sense if we're saying like do anything but not that thing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. That was not what we were going to talk about, though. No, <laughs> that was that's not, not what we were going not, to. Talk about. I was just thinking about it as you said it. What I actually was thinking is we're a year out now. This week we hit a year out from the Tokyo Olympics. Okay. Okay. So that's when people kind of start to pay attention, like the general like general fans are like, oh, oh, yeah, that's happening. But obviously for people athletes, start qualifying yeah. and there's some
0: news. Yep,
1: But for athletes, it's like they've been putting in the work for like years, decade. Right. And then, then and now suddenly everyone's paying attention. It's uh, mm-hmm. sort of funny. And I was thinking about this because, you know, I'm a Jackson. Is that right? La- Australian triathlete. Yes. Was it Emma? Jack- which Emma was it? Emma Jackson? Jackson Emma Moffitt. Jackson. 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 Okay. Um, she won her first WTS race this past weekend and she's mm-hmm. been competing for 14 years, Sarah. Wow. Yeah. And she's never won one before. And I was like, that's like, that's a long time to keep being like, I'm going to do it. I can do it. Like I will keep mm-hmm. making the sacrifice. I will keep, you know, keep at it.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I know this well because it took me 10 years to win Ironman. So <laughs> this is this is, so, this is a story I know. Well, okay. Here's something I want to say about this is that when we see these athletes and I know quite a lot of them personally, that sometimes what a normal quote unquote normal person perceives as a sacrifice sure. is actually not for that person. And, and I think therein lies the secret, right? That like one, if, if you can be healthy mentally and physically while focusing solely on your sport, going to the ends of the earth not attending family weddings and vacations, um, and you still remain healthy and centered, then you are more likely to win a race than, um, than someone who really feels the sacrifice of that.
1: See, this is why I don't think I'm going to be an Olympian because I'm like, no, that doesn't sound enjoyable, right? Like I like training and I go Mm -hmm. really hard for sure. But then I'm like, no, I'm definitely going to have some beers, like hundred percent. That like when people are like, oh, I cut out all this food. It's like I could, I would do that. Like I couldn't do that for a whole year or like many. Right. And like right. like Katie Zafaris decided to go do this big training camp before. Like it's the first qualification event for the U.S. team is coming up for the triathlon in Tokyo, and so she wanted to be really ready. Totally get that. This is like the culmination of all the work you've been putting in, right? So she decided to skip like her ticket she had to Hamilton in San Francisco to go do this big training block. And I can safely tell you I wouldn't do that because I had tickets to Hamilton uh, earlier this year and I was going to do a race and I was like, oh, well, it conflicts. So I guess I just won't do the race. Right. (laughs) Right. It's a a funny example (laughs) that it just happened to be exactly that, the exact same show. That's why it caught my Um, attention. But so then I was like, man, I apparently, yeah, I've wondered this before though, Sarah, if I just don't have the right mentality, if I just want to have too much fun.
0: Well, I actually think too, it's, it's different for different people. So if you like, for example, if you're an athlete, like a Daniela Reef, who can go to school part-time and still win the world championship, then, you know, then she has that kind of balance in her life and she needs it. Right. If you ask her about it, she'll tell you she needs that kind of, she needs that switch off and that relaxed time and the time to focus on something else. Right. So, but some athletes don't, some athletes go year round and they don't need that at all. And they're, I mean, it's hard to say they're equally as successful as Daniela. There's yeah, very no, few not. people yeah. in that category, <laughs> <laughs> but but they're still extremely successful athletes who can focus on their sport all year round. Or there's some extremely successful athletes who drink beer every day, like your Karen Smyers. She's yeah. come up a couple of times today. Um, or who don't drink at all, right? So if you
1: believe that not drinking at all is going to help you perform, then you, then you better not drink. I tried cutting back, Sarah, and I decided beer is my secret weapon, so I'm going back to drinking heavily, so... Okay, you're making me thirsty right now. <laughs> tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We reaching the top. We reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We